0: Welcome back to the Buffalo Wild Wings pregame show on this hot Sunday here in central Mississippi. We talk it over with the legend, Doug Manzalino, infield instructor and overall instructor in this Atlanta Braves organization. Been in the game for a long, long time. It's always great to see you and it's getting hot and I'm glad you're surviving.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's abnormally warm for Mississippi. I mean, I know I live in the south and it gets hot, but triple digits multiple days in a row makes it a little difficult.
0: This season, you know, every season seems like you can make the case it goes by quickly or it drags on. Tell me how your year has been.
1: It's been good. Um, My role's been, you know, uh, a little less than in the past, but I've been able to get out and see our minor league clubs multiple times. I believe this is the third time I've seen Mississippi. I saw them on the road in Montgomery, Birmingham,
0: and now here at home. You look at... The minor league system for the Atlanta Braves and you've been in this game a long time you know when the big league team is very successful sometimes the the minor leagues pay a price talk about this system from top to bottom and where it stands I think right now in your mind
1: yeah um, we have some good players Um, obviously there's not a lot of movement from one level to the next level meaning going up simply because our big league club, like you stated, is so good. So there's not a whole lot of movement from AAA to there, and obviously the snowball effect. But um, we're, in, we're inundated in pitching, which obviously um, is, a, is a good model to go by. Um, it's a lot easier at the big league level to buy a bat than to give a big league arm a five-year deal, not knowing whether or not it will hold up. Right. Uh, I've liked what I've seen. Um, It's just time will tell as far as uh, the progression of some of these guys. Obviously, like the fans have seen, um, development is also getting guys ready to be traded. Uh, Good for them. I hate to see guys go, but as long as they get to the big leagues with some organization, it makes all of us happy.
0: Like with Doug Manzolino and... The way the game has changed, and even in the minor leagues, when you are developing players, we lost an entire level of baseball a few years ago. What do you see from the players at the different levels, and how has the instruction changed, I guess, over the past couple of years?
1: Well, you brought up a very good point. That one level that we lost uh, was a huge part of the progression of the development of a player. Um, Obviously, it went rookie ball than what we call the half-season club, which is actually games under the lights at night. Um, We could even, uh, it would afford us to send a guy to low A ball, very young player, say an 18-year-old, 19-year-old player to low A ball. And if he had a hard time the first half, we had the safety valve. The second half is sending him back to the half-season club to continue his development. Uh, I think more uh, you're going to see a lot younger kids at different levels now because they're going to be pushed because we are missing that one piece of uh, player development which obviously uh, and it's a great observation on your part is the half season
0: level when you look at that triple a club it seems like even the way that a lot of teams and like alex Anthopoulos and and ben sustanovich treat triple a it's almost like when we had the taxi squad and that that extra site that's almost kind of continued as that triple-A team is, is just kind of serving as that taxi squad for the big league club in a way.
1: Uh, uh, absolutely. It, it takes, you know, your roster in the big leagues, 28, whatever it is now, 27, I uh, lose track. But it takes 40 guys. It takes 45 guys to win at the big league level. And your organizations have now turned to AAA as what we call an insurance type thing, where um, with options, players as, you, as fans see, go up and down, uh, especially the pitching. Um, with that said, Buck, I think Buck Showalter gets some credit for that, because when he was with Baltimore, he kind of started that pitching rotation, so to speak, uh, would bring a guy up, pitch out of the bullpen, send him back down for X amount of days, meanwhile, and just kept rotating his pitching. And I think B- Major League Baseball has caught on to that. Um, you're absolutely right. The AAA level is a place to have guys that got big league time, experience, and can contribute to winning at the big league level. I think it's essential for the success of your Major League club.
0: One thing I've enjoyed about being at the Double A level is the fact that This is where all your prospects are. Nobody skips double-A. You look at every great player in every organization. They treat double-A as kind of that finishing school. You have success here. You can have success at another level. How do you look at this level of baseball and, and maybe some circumstances where you see guys find that success and also find that struggle, which is always good for them?
1: You know, again, another uh, kudos to you. Another great observation. I'm not just doing this to make you feel good. Uh, <laughs> tremendous interview questions. Uh, I, people talk about having prospects in A-ball. I don't think there's such a thing. I think the kids in A-ball have tools. Uh, some have more tools than other. Obviously, the five tools. You know, hit, okay. hit with power, fielding, throwing, and running. Um, I always say he has tools. He's not a prospect. I think once they get to double A... Those tools have gotten them there. Now they have to become a baseball player. It is a whole different type of game. Everybody here has tools. Now who becomes the baseball player? This is the level where I will put prospect behind their name if I think they have a chance to play in the big leagues. Uh, I think this, like you said, is the turning point of most of their careers. Uh, Obviously, and it's been done, we've seen it uh, with the Michael Harris uh, last year. Um, you can go to the big leagues from here, um, you can sk- bypass AAA, uh, and like you said, rarely do you bypass A to go to AAA, so I think this, you're absolutely right, this is the turning point um,
0: of pretty much every minor league kid's career. You've been around so many great managers, so many great coaches over your career, Uh, we talk about prospects for players i i consider our manager kind of a prospect when it comes to managing talk about him and what he means to the atlanta braves organization
1: tremendous story i wish uh, hopefully more people will look into it um he was a pitching coach in this organization and a very very good one i'm telling you uh, i've been around in this game for 40 this is my 45th year and he was an excellent pitching coach uh, they approached him after the 2020 season, or the COVID year, and asked him if he'd be interested in managing. He decided to do it, and he's turned into a heck of a manager. Um, the beauty of, of Kanakoa Texera, mm-hmm. I call, we all call him Tex, mm-hmm. um, the beauty of him is even as a pitching coach, what I noticed early on when I was here is he saw the whole game. So I was actually asked, and some other people who we felt like From our pitching coaches, we would consider had a chance to manage, and it was unanimous that it was Tex. We weren't so sure he would be interested in it, and he's embraced it and turned into a heck of a manager. He is what I call a player's manager, all right? And with that said, the definition for me is his players trust him. His players know they care about him, and his players know they can make him better. And once you have that, you check them three boxes off, your players will learn to play for each other, and he has a knack to
0: get them to do that. Talking with Doug Manzolino, Atlanta Braves minor league instructor, mentioned 45 years in the game. One thing I love about you, and I love soaking up when you're talking, and we went to Rickwood Field earlier this year, you're a baseball historian, you're a collector of of old uh, baseball gloves. Why is it important to you to really study the game, where we came from, even where we're going? You know what my, my, my I guess fault for, and I've told,
1: been told this by my wife multiple times, <laughs> is my vocation is, is also my hobby. She keeps telling me I need a hobby. Um, I think the history of the game uh, sometimes gets, uh, the history of the game sometimes gets overlooked um, how did we get to where we're at where is this game going um there's a lot of uh players in past i mean major league players they went on strike there was union issues there was things that came up that got the players in this era what they have today um i don't think the games changed per se as much as people think i think the players are bigger better faster etc Um, but I still think the game was played the same way then that it is now
0: from everything that I've seen. Doug Manzolino, our guest, 45 years in the game. Here's to 45 more. Thanks for taking some time. Always great to catch up with you.
1: Yeah, I love coming in here, talking to people, baseball people like yourself, and uh, maybe we can do this again next year.
0: Absolutely. We're back after this with the first pitch here on 102.1 in the box. Good questions,
1: bud. Good observations, man.